0: Put a spell on you.
1: This is Bill Newman, WHMP. Welcome to
2: the show, and we are putting a spell on you this morning because we are going to look at the spelling B. We have with us the president of the Northampton Education Foundation, uh, Lisa Papa and another another board member, Megan Zinn, and they are here today because we want you to know about, to go participate in, and to have a great time. At the Spelling Bee that is sponsored by the Northampton Education Foundation. Let's start at the beginning. Lisa, if you would please, for those of our listeners who say I'm not totally familiar with the Northampton Educa- Education Foundation, tell us what NEF is, what it does, and why it matters so much to this community.
1: Absolutely, Bill. Well, first off, thank you so much for having us on the program to talk about this. It's all the buzz, the bee. <laughs> the bee um, begin. One.
3: Oh, The first was a song. That was two. Okay. All right. <laughs> can we get to ten? Can oh, we do oh, it? it? Probably. Ten. I think we can
1: if, smoke if, in the first like three minutes if probably. we be aggressive. I think, oh no! One, ding, 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 ding. No. Three. Okay. And rim shots. And oh, the jokes are flying. Okay.
2: And so are the bees.
1: Okay, four <laughs> no, doesn't count. Oh, oh goodness! You anyway. can't
2: just say bees and. You can make it count. You
3: have oh. to work it into you the have conversation. You have to work <laughs> it
1: into the conversation. But okay. I think flying is probably
2: I, I'd okay. be in yes. head. Okay. We
1: do this all day. All um, right. Um, we should point out, the spelling bee is when? Oh, the spelling bee is tomorrow, people. So start making your plans. October 19th at, at 6, p.m. 6 p.m. 6 p.m. At the
4: JFK cafeteria or cafetorium. I'm not sure which it is.
1: Right. The it, cafetorium. The cafetorium. It doesn't sound glamorous, but it will Be. be
2: um, <laughs> Monty was approaching the mic and thought better yeah. of it. <laughs> Every once in a while. <laughs> okay, the NEF, the Northampton Education Foundation, has been right. part of our community, the fabric of the community for a yes. long time. Tell
1: More us. More than 25 years. More than 25 years. And, in fact, this is our 20th Spelling Bee, which is one of our major fundraisers for the year. What the NEF does is we basically raise money to expand educational opportunities and foster creativity Um, in our public schools. Now, what that means is that we're providing money for the extra, really cool, exciting, innovative projects that teachers are always complaining that they don't have enough money in the budget for. Well, if you've got something creative to do, we want to help teachers do that.
2: There are two kinds of grants from NEF.
1: Oh, more than two. Essentially, two kinds of grants and then some other programs as yes. well. Yes,
2: yes. Okay. <laughs> Tell us about the different. There's the small grant program, there's the large grant program. Uh, it really matters to the schools. It makes such a difference. And we should point out that some of these experimental programs, these innovative and creative, projects that are undertaken by students, they become part of the they curriculum. Do. They
4: do. Yeah. And that's our goal with all of them, to hope that, that we can essentially create the seed money for a couple of years and then they become permanent.
1: Absolutely. And some examples of that are like one that I can think of right off the top of my head is the JFK Jazz Band, which yes. is a fan, my you know, it's fantastic.
4: Yeah, and, and of course the Northamptons, um, which yeah. were an early funded project and have become, you know, the rage of Northampton. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, the small grant program, the large grant program, and then the others. Please. Yeah, the
4: small grant program um, provides grants two times a year, a spring cycle and a fall cycle. And it's grants of up to $3,000, but if two schools are involved in the grant, it can be up to $5,000. Mm-hmm. And um, they, there's a variety of, um, of qualifications by what, what counts for the grants, and that information is on the NEF website. Northamptoneducation.org, I believe, is our website. And um, then there's also the endowment grants, which are funded by a different fund, the endowment fund. And they are much larger grants. They can be up to twenty-five dollars or $30,000, sometimes as small as $5,000. Right. And they usually involve multiple schools with very elaborate projects. Right, and multi multiple years yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and then there are other things we give we give funds to the schools for books as part of our book fund and uh, we we uh, support a concert at Northampton High School every year through the Daniel Goldstein fund etc
2: and I know teachers really really work on these grants and uh, work very hard and work on these programs which so it, it, it's it's like having an a, a, our own uh, experimental really
1: uh, a, yeah s- a lab lab yeah it really this- does create a, a lab situation. Yeah. And the exciting thing, as someone who's been part of the Northampton Education Foundation for, for many years, is having a kid in the system, having her come home and talk about the exciting things she did in her classroom that day, and knowing that it was an NEF grant. Um, and that's happened several times.
2: And these grants are available for elementary and the middle school and the high school? Yes, and smith Vogue. Mm-hmm. And Smith-Volk. Mm-hmm. And, Smith-Volk.
4: Yes.
1: Yep. and yep. 25 years?
2: 20.
4: More than 25 years. I actually don't remember the exact our exact. Uh,
1: we were established in 1991. All right. So Okay. We're not Everyone's good doing at the math. Now. <laughs> yeah, so it's almost <laughs> almost 30. No, no,
3: 31, right? 30, yeah, 31. Yeah,
1: 31. Yeah, 31. 1991
3: yeah. was 4 years ago, I think. Oh.
1: Yeah. Oh. In my <laughs> Pretty much, it was. It was. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, no exactly. Kidding. And now with all the styles coming back, it's like even more disconcerting. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so yeah, and and 20 years, as I said, for the bee right. uh, itself. And the,
4: and the bee, the, the 2020 bee was supposed to be the 20th bee, um, yeah. and it was ready to go, uh, because it was supposed to be around March 27th, 2020, and it got canceled, uh, you know, about two weeks before the event. <laughs> so is this
2: the first live bee in yes. three yes. years?
4: Yes. Wow. The last yeah. one was March of, of 2019, so three and a half years. Yep. Wow. Okay, you know,
2: so the spelling bee. Yes. You have to spell. I got that part. Tell us the rest. This also, well, there's more than just spelling though.
1: Yeah. You don't have to spell well (laughs) to win at the B. And that is kind of the fun of the event. You have to, if you want to win the spelling part, you do have to spell well. Yes. But there's other opportunities, because we also have prizes for best costume and for best humor. Yes, most humorous. Most humorous,
4: which is when um, teams get kind of knocked out because they um, they've misspelled two words, and then they can continue on stage writing humorous things on their whiteboards and doing other such. So that's usually how you win. Most that, humorous. Okay. Yes.
2: So you get you don't want you don't want to riff off humorous. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh.
4: you don't
1: have a bone to pick with oh, that No. Joke. Now, you know, no, now, now it's off the rails. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
3: doesn't have part. anything to do with bees or no, spelling. It it's Just a random word. Yeah, it, we're just droning, <laughs> just droning on here. Just,
2: you just, I, I'm, I'm, giving, oh, I'm, giving us, droning. I'm giving, us two. There was
3: two in there, I believe. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah,
2: exactly. Okay, so how does it actually oh, work does for the those bee who work? Yes,
4: um, it is. Uh, made up of multiple teams of three spellers, um, and, um, and honestly, we'd still
1: take a team or two if um, if somebody wanted to be part of one. To be um, to be clear, so there is a an entry fee for the teams. However, those are all usually sponsored by local. Um, Local businesses and organizations, yeah, or and individuals and individuals. So when we say we're looking for a team, we actually have a sponsor, yes, but we're just looking for people to to show up in a costume and
4: spell. Yeah, yes, we have um, more sponsors than teams, um, but the teams compete in what we call swarms, which are essentially rounds of four to five teams at the same time, and they sit on the stage, and there's no standing in front of a microphone like you see at the you know the kids' spelling bees, which looks terrifying to me, mm-hmm. the teams sit and they the word is um, pronounced and they have 15 seconds to consult and then they write out their spelling on a whiteboard and then they
1: hold them up for the judges. Right. And also, just to be clear, the word is pronounced and a definition given and a, 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 a it's used in a sentence. Yes. So you're not just like hanging out there with... Like, and the
2: teams the, t- I mean, the teams are sponsored by local businesses yeah. mm-hmm. uh, and the teams that are put together are individuals who decided to swarm together.
4: Yes, and sometimes they come from local organizations. There's a there's a team from All Out Adventures and a team from Grow Food Northampton and a team from um, Congregation CBI, um, CBI Synagogue. Um, I think there'll be one from Beta Hava Synagogue too. Uh, we can have a head-to-head city council team, um, uh, a team from City Hall. There's one, the city
2: council team? The city council team. Raising is, the question, can city councilors spell? Can We're they spell? spell? <laughs> well, they're, and they,
4: and, but they're also maybe going up against Against um, a city hall team with our mayor, <laughs> our um, our her chief of staff, and
1: the uh, planning director.
2: Oh, okay. Well so should now. there should there this be any misspellings in future governmental documents, we'll left, know where to left go. Left, go. Right. Left,
1: left, 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 left. This is a big time event in the itty-bitty city.
2: It is, and it starts. Is where and when.
1: It is at the JFK Middle School cafeteria
4: tomorrow night, Wednesday, October nineteenth, at six p.m. But starting at five o'clock, there is food for sale um, at the Bistro, um, Le Bistro. I won't um, count the puns that <laughs> exist. All right, good point. No, right. Exactly. and and that is all food from Cooper's Corner slash State Street food okay, store.
2: Okay, so people should take a beeline to the JFK exactly. Middle School. Yeah, store. absolutely.
4: And right. when should
3: we comb again?
4: Oh, that
2: was pretty good. Sometime
4: between 5 and 6. Got it. Uh.
2: And the B B starts, the tough competition starts when?
4: At 6 o'clock. 6 p.m. 6 o'clock. And you can find information on our website at northamptoneducation.org.
2: And while you should definitely go,
3: because it's fun to be there. It's fun to watch. Be there. If you can't, we will be broadcasting The Spelling Bee in its entirety live right here on WHMP. It is the most ridiculous broadcast <laughs> it's fantastic. We do in the entire calendar year. It's somewhere between like the script spelling bee and mystery science theater 3000 where <laughs> yes, that's perfect. Like the jokes and Emily Brewster resident wordster from Merriam Webster will be there assisting us as will comedian and radio host Jennifer Moskowski, as well as Bill Newman and, and I will all be there broadcasting the bee tomorrow night.
2: Yes. And it's one of the most, uh, I think, Uh, How to put this? Uh, Creative broadcasts we do. Okay, here we are, and now we are waiting for the paint to dry. (laughs) It's It's, it's drying. It's drying.
4: We don't like that. My my husband never comes to the B early on because our kids were home and I was at the B, but he always listens to the WHMP
1: (laughs) broadcast. (laughs) And I get home and he regales me with all the things you said, and he has such a great time. I have to to say, having moved to, I moved to uh, Northampton in in like 2004 uh, from New York City. And I guess I the first time I went to the B was about two or three years later and I was like, wow, this is why I moved here. <laughs> it is. It is it is very it is quintessential <laughs> it, Northampton event. It is.
2: And it's it is it is usually fun. It is also a very important as you pointed out fundraiser for the Northampton Education Foundation. I want to tell us a bit more about the fundraising aspect of this which makes our schools Helps make our schools great schools. Yes.
1: Yeah, this is absolutely one of the biggest fundraisers for specifically if you want to be uh, creating this lab experience in the schools, because this fundraiser is for these small grants for teachers. So these are the ones, this event sponsors the teachers who have great creative ideas that they want to execute.
2: Yeah, and I, I remember one of these uh, projects some years ago was making robots. Oh yes! Oh yeah! I mean, this, I mean, there's STEM work that goes. Oh, in there's here as wonderful
4: well. STEM work. There's a, there's a wonderful grant right now um, where high school students go and work with elementary and middle school students, high school STEM students, and they talk about why they're into STEM and they do projects with the elementary school students, um, and it's a project that was created by the high school
3: students. Bees themselves. are really good at STEM work, so it makes
1: oh, perfect
4: sense. Oh, it's so yeah, true. That that is a lot to unpack in that one. Um, and the the um, be, we raise funds because the organizations each pay um, or the businesses two hundred and seventy five dollars to sponsor a team, mm-hmm. and that is the bulk of our funds. But we also have a raffle and a bake sale, and that brings it up. And we usually net um, in the neighborhood of thirteen to fifteen thousand from this
2: event, which is really important to NF yeah. and to the teachers in our school Very system, so. and to our students and to our families. Really, it's an amazing. It's like membership. a hive mind of people getting together uh, and is. making this happen. Okay, and now, listeners, we promise we're going to stop. <laughs> no, we
1: don't. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, for it's, the moment, it's such a sweet event, and uh, we just we just think it's amazing.
2: Again, JFK,
1: six p.m. Get there early uh, to buy some food. Starting at five in the cafetorium.
2: At JFK Middle School.
1: JFK S- Middle School tomorrow. Tomorrow,
2: wow. tomorrow night. Six o'clock, it's coming up,
3: and get. it's always over by nine o'clock. I yes. never believe it is going to be, but it always yes. is. This one is. will be a Thank little shorter God. because I
4: think we're, we have fewer
1: teams this year, okay? And we made the words extra hard. Oh, <laughs> nice! Oh,
3: that's good for me because I get up really early, so to stay up late to do that thing, I love it. But I'm like,
1: <laughs> we're gonna end it, all. please
3: end spring. this soon.
2: Yes. <laughs> okay, be there, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow evening at JFK Middle School for the NEF, the Northampton Education Foundation spelling bee. Or right here on WHMP starting at 6 o'clock tomorrow evening. And
4: also awesome. on Northampton Open Media.
2: Nice. Live oh. stream. Well,
3: maybe they'll, maybe they'll take our feed too. We can go on uh, Beyond Television as well. Oh, oh simulcast?
2: Goodness. Simulcast. Whoa. We'll uh, Big Nor- time. At the Northampton Spelling Bee Thank you both so very, very much, Thank Megan Zinn, Lisa Papadimitriou.
1: Always a pleasure. Thanks for having us. Yeah.
5: I got a strong, sweet honey bee. I oh, want to feed oh. humble
6: Started, my
7: up, my this is Bill
1: Newman, WHMP.
6: It.
7: When it's happening here in the valley, we're talking about it.
8: We have a very unique and
1: lethal combination of emboldened white supremacy in this country and unfettered access to guns. We need to keep talking about the intersection of the white supremacy and guns. Guns are used in order to you know, elicit fear and power and control. Uh, by white supremacists and it's not an issue that's going away easily.
7: 1015, 1400 and 1240. We are the valley. We are WHMP.
3: Today and every day, millions of people do business with co-ops, food co-ops, credit unions, worker co-ops, energy co-ops, farmer co-ops. Go co-op and build
8: economic power right here in your community. October is co-op month. Low-income families can go solar with Co-op Power and River Valley Co-op. If you're on the R2 reduced electricity rate with Eversource, sign up at the Co-op Power website. Share River Valley Co-op's East Hampton Solar Array. Reduce your electric bill with Co-op Power.
7: At American National, we understand the tried-and-true farm and ranch lifestyle, and what's important to you is important to us. You deserve an insurance plan custom-made to meet all the specific needs of your agribusiness operation. American National offers flexible farm and ranch policies with package options to help better protect your livelihood. We're right by your side. For more information and to connect with a local American National agent, just visit AmericanNational.com. American National Property and Casualty Company and Affiliates, Springfield, Missouri.
0: The Literacy Project is the place to go if you are an adult hoping to improve your reading, writing, and math skills or if you want help preparing for the high school equivalency exam. The Literacy Project offers free classes at five locations in Franklin and Hampshire counties. We also offer classes to help you prepare for college and to help you plan for a career. If you
1: want to learn, The Literacy Project is the place for you.
0: To find out about Literacy Project classes in Northampton, call 413-584-6755. To find out about our classes in Greenfield, Orange, Amherst, and Ware, check us out online at literacyproject.org. The Literacy Project is the place to go if you want support furthering your education and accomplishing career goals. If you want to
1: learn, the Literacy Project is the place for you.
8: Want to know more about local history, literature, and education? Hilltown Families' bi-monthly Learning Ahead Cultural Itineraries offer an easy way to delve into Western Mass culture and traditions. These new seasonal itineraries are produced in collaboration with a humanities scholar and community education expert, offering ways for self-directed teens and lifelong learners to engage in learning that helps shape a sense of place. Funded by a year-long grant from Mass Humanities, you can download guides anytime, free of charge at hilltownfamilies.com org this
1: is bill newman whmp
2: we welcome to the show liz duffy adams who is the immediate past president <clears throat> excuse me of the laurel park association she is with us today because there is a confab at laurel park that we want you to know about and first we want you to know about laurel park which has a storied and long history here in northampton Liz Duffy-Adams, thanks so much for being with us. For those of our listeners who don't know what Laurel Park is, tell us where and when and for how long and the like, and then we'll get to the confab that is upcoming this Saturday.
5: Okay, thanks so much for having me on. Um, Laurel Park is a a unique Northampton neighborhood. It's up on North King Street, uh, almost to the Hatfield line. And it began as a Methodist summer camp meeting site in 1872 and flourished as part of the Chautauqua Cultural Movement. I mean, thousands of people would show up every summer to camp out in this wooded uh, area um, and have prayer meetings and the like, and then educational, um, artistic uh, meetings, there was a train station on route five right across the road um, to bring people here so it was a it was a big deal for for many years and gradually became a secular year round community uh, in the twentieth century with uh, a lot of really charming cottages that go back deep into the history so now it's just a place it's just a neighborhood where people live, but we continue our connection to the Chautauqua movement with offerings to the public. Um, in the warmer months,
2: could you say that word again, please, the name of the movement
5: oh, absolutely chautauqua chautauqua i i don't know where that word came from, um, but it was a cultural movement in the uh beginning in the nineteenth century to um, bring sort of culture and arts and education uh to the people and um it was it would happen it would travel around mostly northeastern. Uh, I think, based. I'm not an expert in it, but I know that Laurel Park was a part of that circuit.
2: Now, Laurel Park at some point uh, gave up its religious affiliation and became just, not just, became a neighborhood association, but a secular one. When did that happen?
5: Uh, It happened gradually and in stages, but I think it was fully uh, established by the 1970s.
2: Now, Laurel Park is very much... uh, a community. And it is, yes. is, it reminds me, and maybe I'm wrong and please correct me, uh, as is mm-hmm. as, as, as it is a kind of early uh, co-housing movement uh, mm. association. I don't know if that's true, but tell us a bit how it works because there is a governance body for Laurel Park, which has what, how many, how you can tell us how many, how many families, how many houses and how big is it? It's a,
5: it's about a hundred houses and we estimate a, uh, I don't have the current number, but something like one hundred and fifty um, residents. The houses tend to be small, most of them. Um, so we have some young families, we have a lot of retirees, um, you know couples and single people. Um, and in uh, um, it there's shared land. Yes, we hold the land in common, and we have shared common buildings. Everybody owns their own cottage. Um, and only the footprints of their cottage. So there is a sense of, a very strong sense of community um, and shared resources and an unbelievable neighborliness. Um, You know, uh, when I first moved into here, here, my next door neighbor had had recently broken her leg and she had just moved in. And instantly people were lining up to walk her dog and bring her food. And um, we, you know, we sort of, um, collaborate a lot. At the same time, it's not a commune. You know, everybody has their privacy. It's still New England.
2: <laughs> it's a homeowners <laughs> you association. Have own home. I'm sorry. Yeah, the is... homeowners
5: association.
2: Okay, uh, with this uh, uh, under underlying uh, purpose of of mm-hmm. uh, sharing with the community. So, tell us what is happening this yeah. weekend.
5: This weekend, we are celebrating the 150th anniversary of Laurel Park, which was founded in 1872. So it's the sesquicentennial. Um, And we're throwing a celebration. We've got um, distinguished guests coming, the mayor, uh, Chiara, and um, uh, representative Sabadosa and city councillor, Stan Moulton, and the co-director of Historic uh, Northampton, Laurie Sanders. Um, We're particularly excited that um, Jennifer Lee, who is a... um, educator and craftsperson from the northern Narragansett uh, Indian tribe is coming to speak about Indigenous life in the region. Uh, We want to give our respect to the people whose land this was and whose homeland this still is. She's going to be setting up a conical wigwam on the grounds um, that people can explore. Uh, There's going to be a concert um, with uh, Uh, Our own resident, Claire Dacey, is one of the most beautiful singer-songwriters, gorgeous voice, and the fiddle orchestra of Western Mass. So that's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, we're going to be serving lunch uh, at 1230 in our dining hall, which is screened in on three sides, so very good airflow. Um, uh, One of our residents is a chef-chef. Andrew Lehman, it used to be the chef de cuisine at farmstead table in Newton. And he's created a menu of um, historic foods um, from the area going back to the 19th century. Uh, and that is um, done by donation only to help cover food costs, but otherwise uh, all the events are free and we're unveiling uh, our brand new historical signs that um, we have created um, partly with a grant from a uh, Northampton Community Preservation Act that helped tell the story of Laurel Park with photos from our archives. And there's going to be an art show. So (laughs) there's a lot going on uh, around the grounds all day starting. um, The speakers are beginning at 11 in our open air tabernacle.
2: So the event begins at 11 and it runs through the then there's lunch you told us about and it runs through the afternoon with all these all these acts and performers. Mm -hmm. Uh, Is there a schedule that we can access online?
5: Yes. uh, uh, Well, it's on our Facebook page. Okay. Um, Yeah. So Laurel Park, uh, Laurel Park or Laurel Park Arts. It's it's any association. Sometimes we go by Arts. Um, But if you are on Facebook, check out our Facebook pages, either Laurel Park or Laurel Park Arts. Um, The uh, the speakers begin at eleven. The lunch begins at twelve thirty. The concert begins at one thirty. And um, all these other things are happening sort of all day.
2: And all this is open to the public and free.
5: It's it's open to the public. It's free. We really want to invite our neighbors in the larger community to come enjoy uh, everything that we have to offer. In, uh, all, every summer we have concerts and, and other events open to the public. So um, we really want to be a part of that larger community and, and, and invite people in.
2: Do you expect the events to be outdoors or indoors?
5: It's almost entirely outdoors. The art show is in, indoors in our normal hall. It's called Normal Hall. Um, but the concert is out of doors. Everything else is, is outside. So it's COVID safe. Um, and it's forecasted to be sunny in mid-60s. So, I mean, it should be a lovely day with the, you know, the fall colors and you know also our the, the lower Park is pretty you know we have really pretty uh cottages going going back to the late 1800s and um, it's just kind of a nice place to wander around
2: and there's a consistency of how in, in the architecture and the layout yeah. it's really it's it's kind of a uh, i don't know it's a it's a walk back in time in some ways to yes. uh, the, the small the small houses but Real sense of community, so
5: absolutely, it,
2: and this is consistent, of course, with Laurel Park's ethos of sharing with the community. Again, tell yeah. tell us tell us where people for those who say Laurel Park. It's it maybe its directions. It's uh, really close across the street from the police, uh, state police barracks, right?
5: Yeah, just past uh, if you're going, if you're driving north on King Street, uh, just past the barracks. Right around the corner, we've got a big uh, uh, open gate with a, uh, a sign that says Laurel Park. If you hit Hatfield, you've gone too far, and just turn around and come right back.
2: <laughs> it sounds like a really, really wonderful event. Uh, thank you for sharing with I the community. Can- Would you like to give us a last word on this event at Laurel Park this Saturday, beginning at 11 o'clock?
0: Please
5: come. Please come and enjoy. Uh, we, uh, we welcome you and your kids and your families and your friends Um, Have a lovely day with us.
2: Can people bring a picnic?
5: Absolutely. Yes, we are offering this lunch, but you may bring your own food if you like and have a picnic.
2: Okay, we're going to leave it there. Liz Duffy Adams, immediate past president of the Laurel Park Association, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you and thank the association for doing all that you do and the association does for Northampton and people who live near the city. Thank you so very, very much. much.
1: This is Bill Newman, WHMP.
8: For WHMP News, I'm Jess Tyler. A home health aide in Springfield is being charged with allegedly pushing a 91-year-old Alzheimer's patient out of a chair and dragging her across a room. Rodette Robinson was fired by the home health agency that employed her in November of last year after the family saw the abuse on a home surveillance video. Robinson's pretrial hearing is scheduled for December 6th. Police are still searching for the driver of a white cargo van that struck a young boy on Route 9 in Hadley last week. Leaving him in critical condition. Calls have been put out to auto repair shops for any vans with front end damage consistent with the accident. A passenger side mirror from the van was recovered at the crash, and police believe the vehicle involved was a white 1997 to 2004 Ford Econoline cargo van with an extended rear end. Members of the public who may have seen the vehicle on October 11th by the Cumberland Farms in Hadley along Bridge Street in Northampton or I-91 South into Connecticut, are encouraged to contact the Northwestern DA's office. The boy remains hospitalized. East Hampton at-large City Councilor Owen Zarrett is seeking to withdraw a measure he proposed designed to stop deceptive advertising practices at crisis pregnancy centers that offer limited services. Zarrett says he plans to rewrite the ordinance and submit it for review after the original proposal led to two contentious public hearings. Concerns included the effect the ordinance could have on the city's Bethlehem House, a pro-life ministry that aids women facing a crisis pregnancy. Counselors were also concerned about the phrasing of deceptive practices. Zaret says he intends to bring the rewritten ordinance before the council within the next month.
7: Scattered showers this morning give way to afternoon sunshine, a high of 58 to 62. Mostly clear tonight. Evening temperatures in the 40s and 50s, an overnight low of 28 to 34. Mostly sunny tomorrow, 54 to 58. I'm 22 News Storm Team meteorologist Brian Lapis, 1015 WHMP.
8: This News Minute is brought to you by our partners at Holyoke Media.
9: Yo soy Johan Rashebega con la síntesis informativa de Holyoke Media. El presidente Joe Biden inició oficialmente el lunes el proceso de solicitud de su programa de cancelación de deuda estudiantil y anunció que 8 millones de prestatarios ya habían solicitado alivio de préstamos durante el periodo de lanzamiento suave del gobierno federal durante el fin de semana. Animó a las decenas de millones elegibles para un posible alivio a visitar studentaid.gov y promocionó el formulario de solicitud que, según el presidente, tardaría menos de cinco minutos en completarse. El plan de Biden exige $10,000. En la cancelación de la deuda estudiantil federal para aquellos con ingresos inferiores a 125 mil dólares al año U hogares que ganan menos de 250 mil dólares al año Aquellos que recibieron becas federales Pell para asistir a la universidad son elegibles para 10 mil dólares adicionales El plan hace que 20 millones sean elegibles para borrar por completo su deuda estudiantil federal Una vez que el Departamento de Educación comience a procesar las solicitudes Los prestatarios deben esperar ver su deuda condonada en cuatro a seis semanas dicen los funcionarios la mayoría de las solicitudes enviadas a mediados de noviembre se procesarán antes del 1 de enero el día en que se reanudarán los pagos de préstamos federales para estudiantes después de haber sido pausados durante la pandemia. En otras informaciones, la ciudad de Holyoke anunció el lunes que comenzará la pavimentación de High Street del martes 18 al jueves 20 de octubre. La calle se cerrará completamente al tránsito y estacionamiento y se desviará el tráfico en las secciones que se estén pavimentando. El martes 18 de octubre se cerrará Jackson Street hasta Cabot Street. El cierre del miércoles y jueves se basará en el progreso realizado el martes. Se le recuerda al público hacer los ajustes necesarios, así como usar rutas alternas y seguir las instrucciones detalladas de tráfico en High Street durante estos días. Yo soy Johan Rashid Vega y esta fue la síntesis informativa de Holyoke Media a través de WHMP.
8: This News Minute has been brought to you by our partners at Holyoke Media.
1: This is Bill Newman, WHMP.
2: And this is our monthly comedy quiz. We have with us in the studio today, Maddie Benjamin and Pam Victor, making me very nervous. I'm going to be roped into this. I'm going to be drafted. Oh, my goodness. Monty, of course, has volunteered. So let me turn the microphone over to Maddie Benjamin. Maddie.
10: Thank you so much, Bill. Uh, Hi, I'm Maddie Benjamin. I am the program manager and facilitator of fun at Happier Valley Comedy. And this is the monthly comedy quiz show. Uh, We are changing things up a little bit this month. Uh, Over at HVC, I host a monthly trivia night on the second Friday of the month. Uh, And today, I am roping in all three of my friends in the studio today uh, to, to play a round of trivia with me. So I'm joined by Pam Victor. Monty Belmonte, and coming out from behind the score pad, Bill Newman. I'm going to
2: keep the score pad. I just want to make sure it all works out. You've got to do it fairly. Of course, of course I'll be fair.
6: Give yourself a point for bravery. No. <laughs> yeah, there we go.
2: Okay, so the score at this point is Newman one, no. Belmonte zero. Okay, we're good. Uh,
10: wonderful. So uh, today, we are going to do our trivia in a couple different rounds. Uh, so our First round is going to be fun animal facts, which will be uh, multiple choice questions. Uh, then we will do a word play round, and we will wrap up uh, with something weird because that's how I like to end things. Yes, <laughs> that's the way we roll in Happier Valley Comedy. How's everybody feeling? Uh,
2: I was I was better off a few minutes ago, but let's roll on.
10: <laughs> I'm ready. Yeah. All right, great. Uh, so in fun animal fact, uh, we will start off with question number one. Uh, Inky the octopus became internationally famous for what impressive feat? A, solving advanced algebra problems using colorful stones in his tank. B, learning the sign language for fish and play to communicate with his keepers. C, plotting and executing a high-stakes late-night escape from his New Zealand aquarium tank, or D, composing entrance music for each of his caretakers by banging together rocks in different (laughs) rhythms on their approach. (laughs) I love that one. Uh, Yeah,
6: what's your walk-on music, right? Um, I'm going to go with the escape, because I do know in general that octopi are really excellent at escaping.
3: In Finding Dory, that's a big major plot line there but I'm going to change it up. I thought this might be the octopus that was famous for like predicting who's going to win the Super Bowl, so I kept waiting to see that. Mm. It's one of the options. That not being one, I will go with the um, sign language for play oh. and fish.
6: Mm-hmm.
2: I would go sign language because it seems like a survival kind of technique sort of thing. You want to get the fish. So I'm going to go with that. Plus, uh, Monty said it. Uh,
10: <laughs> <laughs> that is always, uh, well, almost always yes. a, uh, a good strategy. But this time, uh, the point goes to pick
3: Oh, nice. that, yeah. hey,
10: Newman? Minus one for not believing in me. <laughs>
9: <laughs>
3: <laughs> now, Newman's at negative one.
10: <laughs> in- Inky slinked his way out of his tank and uh, down the hall and uh, out to freedom. Wow. <laughs> I would just out like to
2: freedom.
6: <laughs>
10: outside. <laughs> yeah. Yep.
6: Did he find water? Do you know?
10: He sure did.
6: Good for Inky. Yeah, good, good for Inky. For Inky. Okay. am Inky. Team Inky. Yes. <laughs> Power for the octopus. Yeah. All right. Did you
3: see My Octopus Teacher? Oh, so good. Oh, it really was that, good. What's, what
6: yeah, the, oh, oh the baby at the end. That one, just, oh, that just so I, knew it, right. I knew
3: that would really bring everybody down if I said that, <laughs> so I decided to.
10: Okay. Well, I haven't, so I'm going to continue on obliviously. <laughs> oh, you like it. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> All right, question two. Uh, which of the following animals has not been kept as a pet At the White House. Mm
6: -hmm. Is it
10: A, a raccoon, B, an alligator, C, a tiger, D, a kangaroo? You are a tricky minx.
6: (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go with a kangaroo because that's not American. (laughs)
3: And tigers
6: are? Yes, I am Um, from Detroit, so tigers are American.
3: Yes. Um, I would have also gone with kangaroo, but I'm going to hedge my bets and go with tiger.
2: Oh, no. I'm going to go before Belmonte next time. (laughs) I was going to go with tiger because, well, it seems to me that kangaroo is just crazy enough for some president to have done it. Raccoons and alligators just American as apple pie. (laughs) And so I'm going to go with tigers. Okay. Maybe maybe secret the Secret Service did not think the tiger was a good idea. So that's mm-hmm. my vote.
10: Well, Monty Belmonte has led you wrong again. <laughs> what you don't know, <laughs> Newman, is
3: that I have conspired with Pam Victor to get you to go with me to destroy you in your first ever attempt at playing this quiz game.
10: <laughs> ha
3: ha! It's working. The
10: correct answer was, in fact, a kangaroo. There has not been a kangaroo pet at the White House. But looking at a list of all the animals that have lived in the White House is just a reminder that human beings shouldn't have as much power as they do. No. <laughs> that is a fact, Jack. <laughs>
2: did someone get that right? Did someone get a point? I Pam did. Beckerside. I
10: did.
6: Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: okay, so Pam has a point. Pam has
3: more than one point. point Pam has, has two, two points. points. We have right. no points because no you keep points. following me, but again, I'm yeah, trying Yeah.
2: Okay, let's go. I'm, I'm getting I'm off this i off
3: the scent. <laughs> I literally said out loud I would go with kangaroo, but I'm going to go with this.
10: Uh, all right, Bill.
3: Okay. I'm we'll go, directing this off again. right to you. Uh oh. He All gets right. to go first. Uh-oh. See okay. how he does on his own. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good idea. Good idea.
10: I like it. All right. Question three Koalas oh. have what, simil- what feature that is very similar to that of humans? So, this is a feature that koalas have that is very similar to how it, it, it is in humans.
7: The
2: pouch? <laughs> 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 no. Okay. I don't know. I'm a middle aged woman. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I
10: got a pouch. Is it A, a sense of humor? B, a fingerprint? C, they have very similar body odor? Mm-hmm. Or D, is it their kneecaps? Hmm. Ooh. Newman,
2: I'm you get gonna, to do your own work. I'm going to go with a sense of humor.
6: Okay, you, They're so dang cute. You That's know, in thing. my... And they're because, really because, good at
3: telling jokes. And if they don't... <laughs>
6: what, are they?
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. Haven't you ever heard a koala tell a joke? No. <laughs> good guess, Newman.
6: Um,
3: I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go with...
6: Fingerprints. Oh, yes. I'm going with fingerprints as well. I'm going with fingerprints as well. Yes. What was that other one? So they're kneecaps? It's just ridiculous. That's my other one.
3: That's my, I don't know, I think that's, that's my B choice. Kneecaps yeah. and body odor. Or does
6: oh, their odor smell like human yeah, B-O. So you know what I, I Otherwise
3: known this morning as B-O. Yeah. No, you can't call back to that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I,
2: can I, I just want a half a point for that. No. Whatever <laughs> point. Absolutely Yeah, because
6: I know that there is a certain... Uh, Animal. I can't remember what it is that it smells like that's sort of shaped like a um koala bear that swe- that it smells like popcorn. I don't know if it's a capybara.
10: Does your bio smell like popcorn? <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying.
6: That's Sometimes what I'm
3: saying. buttered What's- popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. A little bit. Ew. That's good. Yeah. It's Buttered g- popcorn is delicious.
10: I know. Butter. your context. <laughs> Example. Yeah. What's your answer?
3: Fingerprints.
10: <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> uh, so apparently, going with the same answer as Monty only works when Pam does it. Oh, <laughs> While I'm sure that koalas have a sense of humor that is uh, uniquely koala, I don't think we can uh, quite determine if they share that with a human.
3: They have an unqualified sense of humor. Oh,
10: <laughs> or maybe ours is unqualified. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely.
3: I'm unqualified to be doing this. <laughs> <laughs> One of us is.
10: All right. Now, finally, my my final question in the fun animal facts round. Uh, fun can be interpreted as you wish. (laughs) Uh, Mice, rats, and pigs have been determined to have what surprising ability when put under stress? Mm. Can they B, sorry, A, slow down their heartbeats to two beats per minute to conserve energy? Can they B, asexually reproduce? Can they C, breathe through their butts? (gasps) Or D, can they choreograph large group dances? (laughs) Oh, wow.
6: That's so many great choices. Like, But humans have had like pig hearts are similar to human hearts. So that's why I was, though that one makes much much sense. I was like, hmm. And I can
3: breathe through my butt, so I'm gonna go with that.
6: (laughs) (laughs) There's choreographing, there's the heart, and the one more is... Asexually Reproduced. That's not it.
3: Mm -hmm. I Uh, tried that one.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I guess I will go with the heart, because that makes the most... That's the least ridiculous one. Mm. But, man, I'm not liking it. Nguyen?
2: I was gonna go with Pam because I can't good go thinking. with Monty. <laughs> good thinking. Okay, I'm going with Pam. Whatever what she said.
6: I don't feel good about this. The kids uh, a kiss Pam, of death. And if
2: this turns out that they asexually reproduce, we're gonna we're gonna have to talk. We're gonna have a problem.
10: Oh man, Bill, you should have gone with Monty. <gasps> they can breathe through their butt. <laughs> when it's a,
3: uh, the when it's a comedy door. quiz, you always have to go with the one with the butt in the it answer. Come true. on.
10: It is true.
6: What <laughs> Yeah. I am impressed, <laughs>
2: yeah, <that's, laughs> to say the least. That's very impressed. I would have imbe- been embarrassed to pick that. <laughs> I, no, I was like, it's
6: too I'm silly. I'm doing it
2: right now. <laughs> 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 we have got to take a break. Really, we've got to take a break. We think we're coming back.
6: Maybe, if we survive being in here.
1: This is Bill Newman, WHMP.
7: the afternoon buzz with legendary civil rights attorney from ashfield buzz eisenberg buzz will bring you his take on the day's news plus arts culture and politics from the valley weekday afternoons at four the only live and local talk in the valley and for the valley the afternoon buzz 1015 whmp
3: but what are we drinking in the wine bunker today? Random white wine. Yes. All right. Hello, I'm random white guy, and I'm going to be drinking random white wine.
8: Every Friday morning, Monty visits the wine snobs to talk about wine at State Street. The first
2: one here is the uh, Gomez Cruzado from the Paro region of Rioja, and this is a white wine. Now, most people might be familiar with Viora, but this is also blended with 25% Tempranillo Blanco. I always forget that that's even a thing. Don't we all? The first sip almost seems puckering dry but it really rounds out a couple more sips into it, it and it is lush and creamy but
3: it's not so creamy without acid there's like a there is yeah. a little bit of acid yeah, in there it's when it's too
2: creamy cream. i get really
3: bored and yeah. it's like what they call flabby but with the acid yeah. it braces it and it makes it really yes yeah. this this i want like <laughs> scallops you mean scallops i don't care i want them i care scallops There we sure. go thank you
8: find your favorite wine and your next favorite wine at state street
7: It happens all over Massachusetts. Anytime, shoes? In every home and every community. Be
10: careful in your bike.
6: Learning can happen
7: anytime, anywhere. Hi
0: guys. We'll see you at breakfast this weekend.
7: And no matter how learning takes place in your family's life, Desi is there as your partner. The Massachusetts Department of Elementary and you Secondary you? Education. Never stop learning. Find out more at mass.gov
3: slash back to school. Sponsored by the Massachusetts Department for Elementary and Secondary Education.
2: Today, I'm convening this conference because I believe we can use these advances to do even more, to make America stronger and a healthier nation, to achieve ambitious goals and hunger in this country by the year 2030.
0: This is a big deal. The President of the United States just announced to the world that ending hunger and promoting better nutrition in this country is a national priority.
3: I think that's a good plan, and I think we can do it. Meanwhile, our neighbors have to eat today. The Food Bank of Western Mass is there for the over 100,000 neighbors who rely on emergency food each month. And if you want to help support the Food Bank of Western Mass, you can join the March for the Food Bank 13 Thanksgiving week. The federal government is making moves when it comes to fighting hunger, and the Food Bank itself is making moves. From Hatfield to Chicopee, you can move with us locally as we march from Springfield to Northampton on day one, and Northampton to Greenfield on day two. March yourself, start a team, virtually march. Get involved, make some moves. Monty's March 13, making moves. Monday and Tuesday, November 21st and 22nd. Sign up now at montysmarch.com.
2: This is Bill Newman, WHMP. And we continue our monthly comedy quiz, where one Pam Victor is far in the lead with three points.
6: Yeah, Monty
2: is, well, coming up on the outside with two. I'm bringing up the rear while breathing. (laughs) 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 And I'm just waving them goodbye as they head off into the land of victory. Okay, let's go. (laughs) Upward and onward with the comedy quiz.
10: All right. Thank you so much, Bill. And if you're playing along uh, at home and you are interested in joining us in person, the second Friday of every month, we are offering free trivia night uh, at the HBC Comedy Theater. So come on by. We'd love to see you. All right. So for this round, uh, we are going to, uh, I'm going to give you a couple of word puzzles mm-hmm. uh, that you are going to, I will give you the clue, um, and then you need to determine which two words I am describing. Oh so I'm going to give you an example. So the first one, the, the, this example would be add one letter to a three-letter word, <sighs> meaning word play, that would get you a word meaning very small. So the answer in this case would be pun, you add one letter and it becomes puny. puny. Wow. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'd
2: love to stay and play, but I have another appointment. You at least do Wordle every day. I don't do any of these crosswords. So things. So take the word you mm-hmm. give us. We have to add one letter.
3: I'll give you the the
10: exact description of what you got to do. So we'll we'll go okay. into question two and we'll give it a try. <sighs> okay. Right? We this got is this. Brain exercise yeah, this morning. It's good for <laughs> us. It's good for us. All right.
6: Worst case scenario, everyone listening feels smart.
10: Exactly. Right. That's the goal.
3: They start yelling at their radio. What's
10: <laughs> no, wrong with you, people? <laughs> All right. The first question in this round: change one letter in a five-letter word meaning "begin" to get a word meaning "bright" or "clever."
3: Change meaning. I got it. Replace oh. it.
10: Oh, yep. No, wait.
3: Yep. Um I oh, got no. mm-hmm. smart. Start to smart. Yes. Yeah. Sits. Sits. Oh, yes,
6: excellent. Sits. I was gonna say starry. You should, <laughs> P- uh, Pam Victor, you should have a piece of okay.
8: paper. Okay. Yeah, that's All helpful. Right. All right. Yeah. I
3: wrote okay. it down and I had an unfair advantage and you didn't have okay. any writing material in front of you, and Newman does too.
2: So okay. now you okay. do. Thank All you. Right. You're yeah. welcome. And take right. a word, when are to change one letter. How about you that? Sportsmanship. <laughs> Do I get a sportsmanship point, Newman? Yep. Uh-huh. Sportsmanship. Newman's just trying to figure out you how were to play it. You, 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 you were gonna get a sportsmanship point, but by pointing it out for yourself, we uh, you have to subtract a point. Whatever. Yes.
10: Subtract the humility point. Yes, there we go. All right. The next one. Mm-hmm. Remove one letter from a five-letter word that means fully matured. To create a four-letter word for a formal dress. Formal, fully matured.
3: Okay, remove one. Remove it's one. It's grown to gown.
10: Monty
6: maybe is a, on maybe fire. <laughs>
10: <laughs>
2: this is not a... my forte of style of you gaming. You thought? You
10: thought?
6: But
2: uh, that was good. Two more points for Monty. Oh yeah. my you goodness! You got to start whirling.
10: How All did right. I get two? Somebody's got to. somebody got to. you got, got the a, last uh, one
2: right
3: too. Oh!
10: Kick his butt on this next one. Okay.
3: Well, don't. Oh, that's where, where I breathe. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no! You, you're gonna suffocate. Suffoc- you're gonna suffocate.
2: <laughs> <me>. <laughs> don't do that to Monty. We like him being around.
10: All right. <laughs> Move one letter in a five-letter word Mm -hmm. from the beginning to the end Mm -hmm. to go from a word meaning silent to a word meaning very. Silent to a word meaning very. Just move it to the end? Yep. Take one letter out of the middle of the word meaning silent move it to the end and get a word meaning very.
2: Oh, I got it. Quiet and quite.
10: Yeah! One point for Oh, I thought it was... What?
2: Also,
3: quite doesn't mean very in my mind. I actually went (laughs) mentally over that and I was like, that doesn't mean very...
2: No, if you're a Brit. It doesn't. That was that Wait. was quite brilliant. Yeah. That was quite insightful. You said from insightful. the beginning to
6: the end, from the middle. From the to the oh, end. I didn't hear it right because yeah. I was like, "You, I ain't quit." quit. Yeah. I it's thought, not I, a word.
2: Right, I thought so too. I was. What?
3: I was like, "Okay, very wicked." That's what something that means "very" in Boston language. Uh. <laughs> Newman was
2: wicked smart to know
3: that it was actually quite.
2: But I thought I heard what you heard. I thought, you, I, thought yeah. I thought I thought I thought that. The question was about moving it from the beginning to the end, too, and I was looking at U-I-E-T-Q. Now I you know, can't adjust the Q. <laughs>
10: <laughs> okay. All right. Do you want one more word we puzzle have, we or you want to do something weird we for a minute? one minute. One minute. Weird for a minute or one weird for, for Weird minute. for a minute, weird right, right. for a minute. Great. Uh, so I like to do a weird either or category where I'm going to read out a strange word, and you are going to tell me if it is one thing or the other. All right? So in this round... It is, is this word a Pokemon or a weird prescription drug name? I love it. All right. Question one Lucario.
3: Prescription. <laughs> Monty's going Pokemon. I'm it's going a Pokemon. Pokemon. Okay,
10: Pokemon. Okay. One point for Monty. <laughs> Question two Gardevoir.
3: Monty's going prescription. What was it?
10: Prescription. Said? Gardevoir. Yeah.
2: yeah. It's, yeah. E- it's a yeast thing. Let's go with prescription.
10: It's a Pokemon. Ah, no. oh, oh. zero for everybody. All right. Question three Sronix. Pokemon. Pokemon, prescription, prescription. One more. No. Oh, oh no. Monty got and two points. Finally, Bloxiverse,
3: prescription, well, prescription,
10: prescription. Uh, Pokemon. It's a prescription. Oh, oh yeah. Monty. so Monty got three on that, <laughs> and Newman, you got one. All right, Newman. What's our final? What's our final uh, standing?
2: Well, it's really difficult to say this, but painful it is. I think
10: Monty won. Yeah. Oh. Thank you time. so much for playing along with something weird And we hope to see you at HBC Trivia Next month Thank you everybody and I'll see you on the radio Next month as well
1: This is Bill Newman on, WHMP
10: you show me the world But all
0: I've seen Of this old world Is a bed and a doctor bill I'm tearing down Your brooder house Cause now I've got
5: the
2: pill.
7: Jaboom A spar that threat. forms an extension of the bowsprit on a ship Jaboom Jaboom, Jaboom I
1: don't like that. the cut of that guy's Jaboom
3: Yeah, me either. Wednesday night at 6 WHMP once again broadcasts an adult spelling bee live Why? Well, to support Northampton Education Foundation It's Monty Joining me will be Emily Brewster from Merriam-Webster Comedian and radio host Jennifer Miskowski, and Bill Newman The Northampton Education Foundation adult spelling bee Live on WHMP this Wednesday night at 6 Jaboom Dear Massachusetts, marijuana is now legal for adult use. Keep your kids and pets safe by keeping all cannabis products in child-resistant packaging. Store your cannabis in a lockbox out of sight and out of reach from your children and teach them that cannabis and alcohol are for adults only and that prescription medications are only meant for the person they are prescribed for. Brought to you by the Northampton Prevention Coalition,
1: working together to protect the developing brain. NorthamptonPrevents.org.
7: Live and local news and talk for Northampton and the Valley since 1950. WHMP Northampton. WHMQ Greenfield. Northampton Radio Group Station.